People think the best copywriting out there is written by copywriters, but the truth is, it's not. It's written by customers. And this episode is all about sharing this copywriting secret with you so you can start doing it for yourself or your own clients. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. I want to kick this episode off today with a story that I experienced as I was looking for some very niche support in a technical area of my business, and I went to who I thought and who I was told was the go-to for this thing. So I had been referred by a friend after asking, hey, does anybody know who's a niche expert in this area? And I was literally ready to buy and work with this woman. Everything I had been told about her, 100%, I was like, she is the answer to my problems. Yes, the only thing I needed to do was go and check out her services, figure out exactly what I needed, and book services with her. So, next thing, I landed on her website, and I was immediately confused. I couldn't differentiate her offers, and it was like I was trying to kind of wade through a variety of different things that were very similar yet didn't really answer the core questions I had as a potential client with her. So I didn't have a clear understanding of what was different about the offers and what was the answer to my specific problem. And essentially, I kind of felt like she had written it from her perspective instead of what I was needing to hear as a potential client. And the truth is, while your copy and your website isn't a reflection of you in real life, to your leads, it is a direct reflection of you and your business in the online world. So often as business owners, we are so close to what we do, right? If you imagine yourself right now holding a piece of paper and put it up to your face, We are that close, like nose to paper close to what we do. But what we want to do instead is learn how to take that paper and put it down in front of us to be able to see from a different perspective and to be able to target our messaging and present our offers and what we do in a way that allows our ideal client or customer to see it from their perspective. You know, we know who we serve how we help people, and forget that most everyone out there has no idea what our zone of genius is. We have to constantly remind people what we do, what we're here to help them with, and what our big promise is as a brand. So that's where your copy comes into play. Conversion copy is a word that's thrown around a lot, and sometimes without the awareness of what it actually means. So let's dive into that a little bit. What conversion copy is, is copy that's written on the foundation of research first. So this is a term coined by the mother of 
conversion copy, Joanna Weeb. And it follows a process that she created starting with research. And we're not just talking about guessing at what your audience wants to hear, but conducting research to find very specific messages that your reader is going to resonate with. And the final stage of conversion copywriting is implementation and testing. So is it working? What can be tweaked? Marketing is always a work in progress. Even when you hit it well the first time around, you can always improve on this. And honestly, this is the most fun part. Analyzing numbers, looking at it as a science experiment can be so, so fascinating. And when you go in with that mindset of, okay, we're going to put our best foot forward now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to really look at it from this analytical perspective, then you're able to come back time and time again, make it stronger and enjoy the process, right? Amplifying your end result. So if you want to DIY your copy, but do it the legit way, here are the steps for you. First and foremost, I want you to start by listening to your audience. So the ways I love to do this are by first reviewing past client testimonials, looking at inquiry forms, applications, surveys that people have submitted to you, anything where a client or a potential client has filled out and put their own personal responses into a form with you about what you do, what they're there seeking, what kind of support they're wanting, etc. Then you can also conduct and poll your current audience. So you can send a survey to your current email list. You can survey your audience on Instagram, in Facebook groups, and then you can dive into some message mining. And message mining is where we start to take these pieces from our surveys, from our testimonials, our forms, etc. And you actually start to look for key messages you can use in your copy. So For example, if you are a yoga instructor, you can go into yoga and meditation Facebook groups, go into the search functionality, and type in a question related to what your offer, your services, maybe a struggle you think people might be having, and look at the results. You will see people come up with a wide variety of comments, questions, polls that people have asked previously, and you can go and take people's actual feedback and plug it into your own spreadsheet where you can start to collate your findings. You can also do this if you're a product-based business by going and doing message mining and reviews on Amazon. So let's say that you uh, have a journal and it includes prompts for the motivated busy woman every day in her business. You can go and find similar products or even your competitor products and start to comb through their reviews. What are people saying about that product in real time? Take these findings and organize them in a spreadsheet that's split into a few different areas. So I like to split it into some of the basics first. Challenges or problems that they're experiencing, like what's their current state, right? Desires, what do they really want? What are their goals? And then I like to get even more specific on things that I probably wouldn't be able to guess about my reader. So I like to have sections around what surprised them the most about a product or a service that they used. What did they think was super valuable that was kind of out of the left field, right? And this is where you're able to start to pick up on your unique value proposition and how your customers might see that from their perspective right? So look at what's coming up a lot. Then start highlighting some of the strong 
and or recurring phrases on your spreadsheet. So I put them all in in those organized columns, challenge, desires, interests, surprises, what's unique about it, etc. And then I go through and I highlight everything that's super strong in one color, everything that is recurring in another color. So I can start to see what the really, really popular themes are that are coming up frequently. And I can also hone in on the messages that are quite unique that I could use in my messaging. Now, the next part of this process is drafting your copy. So depending on whether you're writing a website, email, landing page, etc., you'll first need to identify, depending on your offer, who it is that you're speaking to, and where it is they are in their customer journey. And we do this in the conversion copywriting process using the phases of awareness. And these are coined from the grandfather of copywriting, Eugene Schwartz. They've been used for now decades and decades, and they are the five phases that every consumer goes through before they become an actual customer. So, First and foremost, we have unaware. This is where somebody has no idea they have a problem, and we don't usually market to people who are unaware. Second of all, we have problem aware. These are people that are aware that they have a problem and are thinking about this thing that is causing them some frustration, angst, etc. in their life, but they're not yet thinking about solutions. Thirdly, solution aware. This is somebody who knows that they have a problem and now they know that solutions exist, but they don't know specifically about yours or all the brands out there, or all the potential options. They just know that there are some solutions to this problem. Then we have product aware. So this is where your consumer is now very aware of the products available to them, including yours. So this is where they know, okay, I could go out and buy this new journal X, Y, and Z course to help me really get into a great routine, etc. if this is a solution to their problem. Then finally is when they actually go out and make that decision to buy it. This is what we call most aware. Typically, we are talking to our customers in either problem or solution aware phase and product aware is when somebody is so, so aware that something is needing a solution quickly, that they're already investigating what your specific product is and they might even be looking on your website at your services. That is somebody who is product aware. Somebody who is problem aware coming into your funnel experiencing some issues is somebody that we are going to nurture and educate a little bit more before we go direct into speaking to our solution like you would with somebody who is product aware. So you can use your market research and the point in the funnel that you're creating copy for to start determining who it is you're speaking to and where they are in their journey. And it's really, really important to narrow down on the phase of awareness so that you're able to craft content or copy to nurture somebody, whether you're doing a launch campaign or an evergreen funnel or just creating your website copy, you wanna be able to know who you're speaking to when so that then you can nurture them for the right amount of time, educate them, provide value as needed, and really continue to give them the information they need to move into the next phase of awareness. So that is our job as marketers, as copywriters, and if you have your own business and you are writing your copy, you are a copywriter. So that is your job, is to make sure that you can help support your reader in moving from one phase of the awareness to the next phase. 
So do this by thinking about it in incremental pieces. I don't want you to think about all the copy that you have to write for whatever media you're doing it for. What I want you to think about is the first piece of copy in front of you. So if you're writing your website copy and you're looking at your homepage and you're starting at the beginning, you're going to be looking at the hero section. That's the above the fold copy, the top 10% of the page, okay? That's all you need to think about right now. And what you need to consider is what do they need to hear to get them interested and ready to move into the next phase of copy. So how can we hook them in the hero section to have them scroll down a little bit and read the next section? And how can we get them then to read the next section after that? Because the only job of each line in your copy is to get your reader to the next line. Again, coined by Joanna Weeb. This is the ultimate goal of conversion copy. Continue to get them to read down and down and down until they are ready to become a customer or disqualify themselves from your offer. That's it. So how can you speak to them now and walk them through these phases of awareness? This is where you pull in messages from your voice of customer data. And that's the research you did in the beginning, looking at what people were saying, message mining, collating those findings. That is you collecting voice of customer data. You're taking direct quotes from the customer and you're able to then take them and reflect them back to your readers in your copy. That is the key here. We really want to make sure that we're using language that our customers are comfortable with, language that they would use to describe the same services, product, situation that they're in, not language that we would use or that we're guessing that they would use. We want to use actual terminology that would leave their mouth. People think that the best copywriting is written by copywriters, but it's not. The truth is it's written by customers in reviews, in testimonials. We just pull out key messages and phrases and use strategy to place it at the point on the page or in the funnel where the reader most needs to hear it to move on to the next phase of awareness. Then after that, we draft, we revise, and we do it all again several times. Then the final phase of the conversion copy process is to test and implement, as I mentioned before. So if you draft your website copy yourself or for a client, if you're a copywriter, and the goal was to land her more opt-ins and grow her email list, track metrics in the following months. Look at behavior analytic tools like Hotjar to see where users are landing on their page and where they're falling off, and then test one thing at a time. This is very, very important. Testing multiple variables will mean that you don't know what's working and what isn't. And sometimes it's as simple as changing the call to action or changing the headline. I'm not joking. You can leave most of the copy the same the majority of the time and just tweak small, important messages on the page. Those key factors will help you reduce bounce rates and then ultimately lead people closer to your goal of more opt-ins. So this can also illustrate just how important copy is to the success of your website funnels, you name it, because all it takes is for one little message to be slightly off of perspective of what your reader needs to hear for them to be disinterested or just don't feel that spark enough to take action and opt in on something. The smallest tweaks are so, so important. And that's why we want to pay 
really close attention to that voice of customer data. And that's why conversion copywriting isn't something that we just like whip up in a couple of hours and throw spaghetti at the wall to test. We start with research so that everything we're doing has a strategy behind it. And then we take and optimize from there. Now, a few tips for you today as you are drafting your copy, your client's copy next. Start with research, as I've emphasized. Make a simple spreadsheet to track key areas like problems, desires, challenges, unique thoughts. And don't skip this step. It will help you so much in writing your copy and it will allow you to not feel like you are starting from scratch because you have voice of customer data to inform what you should write and what you should say. Tip number two for you is don't write your copy directly on your website platform or your email platform. Write it in a Google Doc. And this might either seem totally natural to you or the complete other way, but it is so, so important because if you open up your Show It, Squarespace, etc. website and you start typing in there, you're going to be conforming your copy to what the website looks like instead of writing the copy your reader needs to hear and then creating a beautiful design to go with it afterwards. Same with your email. It allows for a lot of distractions if you open up ActiveCampaign, Flowdesk, you name it, and you start plugging away at drafting your emails in there. Start in the Google Doc, allow your copy to be exactly what it needs to be, and then move on from there. Tip number three is write from your reader's perspective. Speak to them directly and use an active voice. So we want to see a lot more use in your copy than I or we. You want to be speaking directly to your reader and talking to them way more than you are talking about yourself. Next tip for you is to be clear over clever. Don't worry too much about sounding a certain way or being quote unquote creative in your writing. The best copywriting is direct and to the point. You can, if you'd like to, sprinkle in brand voice and personality. My number one tip for you there is to remain consistent with it. So whatever you choose to use, be consistent, hone in, and you can allow it to evolve over time, but really let your readers start to know what you sound like in written form and let them get used to that so that when they see something written, let's say they see an Instagram caption from you, they're already reading it in your brand voice. My last tip for you today is cut unnecessary words. Do not feel like you need to have a certain amount of length on your website, in your email, etc. The only length that you need is the amount to get the reader to move from one phase of awareness to the next or to make your point across in your email, on that page, on the sales page, etc. So if you're feeling like your website emails or sales pages could use some TLC from a team of pros, inquire about our services at the KC Copy Studio. We offer both full-length deep dive projects into your brand messaging and website copy, as well as quick turnaround research back sales page and email projects. And we're now booking for Q2. I'm so, so excited. Our process includes research for both, even with a quick turnaround project. And we solidify your brand messaging, cite keywords, and confirm direction together next. Then we draft your copy, we come back together for feedback, and deliver your final pieces, giving you 100% ownership to use and repurpose as much as you like. You can head to crystalchurch.com or simply tap the link in the show notes to inquire today. And I cannot wait to see you next week. 
As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please head over to leave a review and subscribe to the Freedom Found podcast. It means so much to our growth and being able to reach and support more business owners like you. And if you enjoyed today's insights and would love an opportunity to sit down one-on-one with yours truly, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories with your biggest takeaway right now. Every four weeks, we're choosing a listener just like you to hop on a free coaching call together. The next one could be you. Have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next time.